Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, people. This is DJ. This is Ish. And this is season three of Better Let, Let Me Tell You. Welcome back to you. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. So. Welcome back to me. Welcome back to. Wait. Is it? Is that like a Mariah album? Welcome back to me. <laughs> Couldn't it be? I'm the elusive Shantus. Welcome, welcome back to me. Welcome back to me. Yeah. So. Yay. You're back. I am back. I what episode you? are we in? We are in episode. I want to say 134. But I could be wrong. Has have I been that long? Gone that long? You know, when you're gone, baby, time just stands still. It for is me. episode one thirty four. <laughs> it is episode one thirty four. Yeah. So DJ so. is back with us. Um, Post election. Well, I mean, there's some things that have happened since you last were here, uh, Darian. I mean, I don't know if you heard. Um, very important things. Yeah. Carol Baskin's bisexual. <gasps> what? Oh, she really does like that kitty cat. Yes, she's all about that the pussy, pussy cat. cat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, a Kim Kardashian got a holographic visit from her father. How do we feel about that? Okay, well, let's take them one by one. Um, you know, I think we have lots of emotions. Um, you know, I have a sinus infection. Like, okay. a lot has happened. Okay. There was, I think something happened this past Tuesday. I think there was an election. I think you were there, right? Like, it was like a thing where people went into like a little booth and they pulled the lever yes. or something. Yes. <laughs> right? Okay. So that happened too. But whatever. That's not the biggest thing. The biggest <laughs> thing is that you are back. I am back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And first, let me just really thank um, Lucy Lopez. Yes, yes. And uh, Steph from Mama's Armolo for filling in while I was gone. I love you, ladies. Thank you so much. For really filling in, like literally last minute, yeah, like yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I yeah, think it was like it was you like, were about to hit record, and I'm like, look, <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to make it. I was like, something's missing here. I set up this microphone, and I'm only one um, person. And they really came through, yeah. and it was great because you know, 
we made a commitment to give you guys an episode every week and yep. you know presidential election hurricanes <laughs> pandemic or not we are gonna okay. produce we're in the path right now of a tropical storm so i'm just gonna put it out there that if that go that might make it a little more difficult if we don't have electricity yeah no i that's true <laughs> that one i can no but our memory our memory um our recorder box has batteries okay i'll make sure they have the battery cargada see but how do i upload it hmm a starbucks nothing ever happens to starbucks <laughs> that's true okay so Look at us finding solutions. So, what do we air. think of this hologram of uh, Robert Kardashian? <laughs> really, that's the first thing you want to talk about. Well, you know, look, we're going to talk about the election the entire hour, so <laughs> might as well get the filler I say, out of no, the way. No, I say let's get the election out of the way, and you know, then okay, because by we'll now, talk about because by now people are probably tired of hearing about the election, so let's get it out of the way and then talk about silly things to make people a distraction. You know, so but uh, so for those who don't know, um, you were working for the Miami Dade Dems. Is that... I was working for the Miami-Dade Democratic Party, right. and I was a field organizer. So what does that mean exactly? So field organizers are very, very instrumental in political campaigns because they um, essentially organize field events. Wow. Uh, field, <laughs> so field events, field events are things like um, canvassing, um, okay. events themselves, okay. meet and greets, um, town halls, um Anything that has to do with people and an area in a... Outside of like fundraising. Yes, in okay. a space. Those are field events. Um, and yeah, field organizers, that's that's like a position that within the world of politics, it's like very old. It's it's one of those... Um, like Paul Revere did it or something? Well, well I don't know about Paul Revere, <laughs> but um, in terms of elections, it's uh-huh. very, very important because field organizing is on the ground. It's like boots on the ground. You okay. know, Again, whether it's... Uh, I'm asking a team of people to canvas or in my case, I dealt with volunteers. Mm -hmm. Um, It's putting people on the ground to spread the message of either the candidate or the platform of the party. Um, So it's, it's very, very important in elections. Yeah, Um, makes sense. You know, you have different types of field organizers. You have like the ones that work for the party. Then you have people that work for the campaign and you work together and um, so on and so forth. So, I've I've always been into politics, even since I was a little boy. I was like that weird kid that at age eight knew what electoral votes were. <laughs> I still am not 100% sure, and I'm not eight. And I knew what the electoral college was. Um, so I, I've always loved politics, and I've always been I very much identified with my agenda and... and you know, I've always been a Democrat and I've said it many, many times on this show. Um, and you know, I've, I have a very simple motto, Mm -hmm. um, which I've mentioned to you before, which is be part of the solution, not the problem. Right. You know, um, everybody talks about the president that they don't like the president that this and that, that, you know, so on and so forth. Everybody online is a you know a warrior. Um, everybody has an opinion with a capital O. Yes, everybody puts tweet tweets and this and that, and that's fine to a certain extent. But that doesn't, in the case of an election, that doesn't win elections. Doesn't do shit. You're only spitting out because you know the people that you follow and follow you in Instagram, with the exception of maybe friends, you know, family, right, like right, close right, family. Right. Or the you know the people that you follow or follow you on social media. It's an echo chamber. It's an echo chamber. Yeah, so as we've said many times before, to to a certain extent, are people that are like minded, right? 
That you're not convincing you're, anybody. So you're not winning any votes by putting all these like right. memes of Donald Trump. You know what right. I mean? Like you're not. So I mean, they're fun and they're like, ha ha ha, clever. But I mean, the same way that people that are very pro-Trump post all these terrible memes about liberals and Democrats and whatever, um, they're not really convincing anyone. They're just like, you know, regurgitating the same right, stuff right. among their followers. So, you know, again, I wanted to be part of the solution and not the problem. So I decided that I was going to get involved. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And it was one of the best decisions that I made. Um, I will say it's one of the few positives I will have to say of the whole coronavirus happening. This? Yes. Because I feel like, unfortunately, because you are self-employed, there was a lull in terms of your your business that allowed you to have this time yeah it freed up this time for you it to really up. to really dive into it the way you did it, it, yes i would have probably done it even if it wasn't for the coronavirus yeah but time wise you probably would have had to scale back uh, i mean i don't know but i would have probably done it because i always knew um you know when when this guy got elected last time and when he mm -hmm. was inaugurated i was like this is the final, this is like right. the final, uh, as they call it in England, the final series or the oh. final season <laughs> of the United States as we know it. So I knew, I knew what was coming. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, not to make myself sound so smart and educated, but I know history pretty well. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with history. Um, and, you know, the good old saying, history repeats itself, is one of the most accurate things there are. Right. And, Especially now with reboots. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the way that somebody behaves, comports themselves, and the way society reacts is, is a circle. It, mm -hmm. it happens all it's the cyclical, time. Yeah. It's cyclical. It's cyclical. We see it all the time. So I knew what this man was doing and I saw how people were reacting to it, which mm -hmm. is, I think, the most dangerous part. So, you know, I, for a while, I knew that I was going to do something. Right. I just didn't know exactly what it was. So, um, so yeah, I became a field organizer and it was one of the most fulfilling experiences I have ever had. Um, well, there was a wide range of emotions. I feel like there's so many asterisks next to there that is, fulfilling. There is. Um, so where shall we start? Well, you know, I would say let's start at the beginning, but I, I, I don't know how far back we want to go. <laughs> I would say, you know, give give our listeners a summary of, I guess, a, a, a day in the life. Okay, so... Again, I was once a, once the election like hit I was high a field gear. organizer. Right. So, I specifically my role, mm -hmm. and there's different types of field organizers. Okay, my role was to assemble a network of volunteers. Okay, for early voting. So early voting was October the nineteenth through November first. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it was two weeks, about fourteen days. Mm -hmm. um, so from when I started, my main goal was to you know, set up a volunteer network for early voting. Now, there's other things that I did. Like, I worked with uh, Daniela Levinkava's group. Yes, uh, the first female. The first female and a wonderful, wonderful person. I got to know her. First female mayor of Miami-Dade Miami County. County. I got to know her and her staff. Amazing woman. We are so lucky to have her. Mm -hmm. And she's really one of these people that it doesn't matter what your politics are, whether you're Republican or a Democrat, conservative or liberal. I mean, I think she's going to do such great things for the city. And I could tell you from personally 
knowing well i don't personally know her having met her having having met met her several several times times interacted with her and been in different events with her she is a wonderful person i mean she really really is and she has a great she seems like she's upbeat yeah she has a great like vision for miami okay and we could talk about her specifically in a bit Uh um so my main job was working to build up a volunteer network um I was assigned five different early voting locations. Okay. And, and one of them was, I think, what, the biggest? Early... One of them is Westchester, which we will get to. Westchester is like its own <laughs> volume. In the oh, book. not even a chapter. No, okay. no, no, it's a volume. Okay, okay, got it. It's a got volume. It. Got it. So, um, But that is the largest um, it is, it early is voting center. Usually the, er, the largest early voting center in terms of numbers volume. is mm-hmm. between uh, Westchester mm-hmm. uh, Library on Coral Way 97th and the North Dade Library. Okay. It's usually back and forth between the two of them. Um, so I had to get volunteers to come. Basically, you need to have bodies there. I need to have bodies. You know, early voting is from 7 to 7, right. so it's 12 hours. And what were these bodies there to do? So they were there to represent the Democratic Party, pass mm-hmm. out our slate cards, which is a voter guide par- uh, um, card, uh, be a presence of the party, um, answer any questions if anybody had on so the process. So essentially an information booth. Yes. Of sorts. Yes. Um, you know, from people just being there, holding up signs and flags, mm-hmm. you know, to add uh, morale and, you know, encouragement to the Democrats that are coming to that polling mm-hmm. place, to, again, passing out the slate cards, answering any questions. Eating answering, from Cuban guys. Eating from Cuban guys. <laughs> Shout out to Cuban guys. Cuban guys came every day and wow. provided us with food every day. So, you know, again, and it, it was, I had to staff this because, mm-hmm. again, it's, I had five locations, okay. open 12 hours. There were, you know, eight shifts per day. Okay. Um, so you have to start to get people. Yeah, in, in, that's a lot of organization. Yeah, to commit to this. Yeah. Aside from other things that I was doing, because, you know, I also had days of action where I would have, like, uh, an event at a park mm-hmm. where people could come and sign up volunteers for right. lit drop, and then they would go to houses right. that I would assign them to or neighborhoods. And that was all, like, in the lead up, essentially, lead to up. Like, the I early lady, voting. I had a lady in reference to lit drop who's like i want to do all of uh miami lakes and i'm like all of it i want to go to every single house that has a registered democrat in miami lakes she's like yes and i'm up for the task i'm like okay well, here well, you go knock yourself you out go. yeah <laughs> so um so those are other things that i did but the main main thing was preparing okay. for um like the, early voting the, the the super bowl of your the super bowl uh, was early super bowl voting was 14 days okay got it 14 days okay um so I experienced a lot in those fourteen days, a lot, and I, have I feel to, like you want to go, like you want to use I, I the, to, the the range that that Claire Huxtable used when Vanessa went out. It's just like we went through all these emotions, and, and now we're in rage. rage. Exactly, I had moments of rage. I, believe I you. did have moments of rage. Um, it was just awful. What I have seen in this election has been i mean i've never been a field organizer in a previous election before right so this is the only experience you have right right but i've been an active voter and i've seen precincts i've done early voting before and what i saw this time i've never seen before and 
I, I don't think it's something to be proud of. It's something actually to sort of be ashamed about um, mm -hmm. because we do live in the United States of America where a democracy is based on people having difference of opinion. Right. And I felt that in certain neighborhoods this time around, uh, we were attacked. So let's dwell further into that. Well, I was going to say, so, you know, I guess let's just use, uh, I know as you said, it's a whole volume and we could probably have an entire mini series on Westchester, but I guess we could use that as the, as the proxy for, for everything, so, because whatever was happening was probably amplified at that, at so that site. Right? Again, I was, I had five sites. Um, four of them were sites in Kendall, mm -hmm. um, different Kendall libraries. And then I had the Westchester library. Okay. The Kendall libraries, I had Kendall, I had, Kendall Library, West Kendall Library, Kendall Lakes Library, the one in Killian. Um, they, most of them were okay. I had little battles in each one of them. You always have like that one. Like for example, right. the Kendall, early voting didn't open until seven o'clock. So I, you know, one of the duties I had, um, unless a volunteer took it upon them to do it, was to set up everything. Set up the tent, the signs, the Yeah, I know. You were, you were up at like four in the morning. The reason why I was up four in the morning and I was setting this up was because, for example, in the Kendall Library, mm -hmm. in the main Kendall Library, there, you have to, all campaigning has to be 150 feet from the building. Okay, right? because that's a government building. From the perimeter of the building. It has okay. to be 150 feet from the perimeter of the building. Not the door, the perimeter of the building. So in this library, there was like a patch of grass in mm -hmm. the parking lot that was perfect for a tent. And there was one. So if you didn't put your tent there, oh, you had to be across the street. Okay, okay. Right? So we got there really early in the first few days. When I mean early, I mean like 6.30. Okay. Right? Um, but then... Certain volunteers, and I'll say it straight out, I don't care, from the Carlos Jimenez um, uh, campaign, who are, uh, you know, they're Republicans, had a really big problem that we were getting the same space every day. But you were getting there early. Yeah, and that's a, why. And there's no reservation. It's a first come, first serve. There, it's a first come, first okay. serve. Right. So then I had to start getting there at 5.30 in the morning because they, or they, you know, by this time I was like, you know what? Small victories, Darian. Small victories. <laughs> They are not taking my turf away. They are not taking my turf away. I will be here at 5.15 in the morning. I will be here at 5 in the morning. Now, if they get here at 4.30, they could have it. Okay. But I will be here at 5 in the morning. But they are not taking my turf away. They complained to the Department of Elections. And the Department of Elections was like, the uh -huh, and, and. Right. Um, They were just being really petty about it. Mm -hmm. The, the vo At least the volunteers there. They were being very petty about it. They mm -hmm. were uh, harassing our people. Like, oh, you don't own that land. It's like, as I told them, I'm like, you get here before I do. I wouldn't tell them all what time I would get there. Right. You get here before I do. You can have it. Right. right. So that, that made my job harder. I had to get there way earlier than what just I just to put up a tent. Just to put up a tent. So then, what was really funny about it was that I would get there. You know, I would put up the tent, and then I couldn't leave because I'm like, they're what I, no, they're going to take my tent. Right. Right. Yeah. Right? There's nobody so, there. So right. I had to sit there. You know, either there or in my car for like an hour, right. you know, I uh, which, I which was fine because during that time I would catch up on my email and all that because I didn't have time to read my email right. during the day. Those people, early voting opened at like, it opened at 7. 7 a.m. Those people wouldn't slap it until like 6.50. Like, and I'm like, well, of course you're not going to get the space. I'm like, you're complaining. So you don't make sense. Well, no, you know, we have an all-out battle. And by this time it's like 3 a.m. And we're like, right. really? I get there at 3. <laughs> then they get there at 2.30. And then I get there at 2. You know, Right. Right. But they would be schlepping in there like 10 minutes before the, like that started. And I will say, you are not 
a person who arrives early for anything. No, so and if I hate you the morning. So if you can make the sacrifice, yes. It yes. can be done. I am never early, and I am not a morning person. Right. I hate waking up early. So, yes, boo-boo. If I can wake up at 4.45 <laughs> every morning, you can. Because God knows I hate it. Um, so, it's just stuff like that. Right. And then I had another issue at the West Kendall Library in the hammocks with, like, some volunteers, again, from the same campaign. Mm-hmm. So, ripping out slate cards from from people that we had given them to. Um, so they were, so somebody would come up to your tent, say, Oh, give me your card, whatever. Right, and they and would they, go up to this person. And they would take just it take it yeah, out of their hands. Yeah, take it out of their hands. Did any of these people beat them to within an inch of their life? Because if somebody comes and takes something out of my hands, at the very least, I'm going to tell them where to go, how to get there, and what to do. Well, once some there. people would be annoyed or whatever, but the point is they couldn't do that. So right. again, I had to report these people and I'm like, Oh, then reporting is like a whole other issue that I have to do, right. deal with. But all of that right. was child's play. To Westchester. Okay. So our home, our hometown, our hometown. our home neighborhood. So Westchester Library. This was my mistake. Okay. First shift, first day. I thought it would be a great idea to put in this wonderful, wonderful, amazing girl, Kara. You know, she's a white girl. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be totally appropriate to put her day one, shift one, at the Westchester Library. What possessed you to think that was a good idea? Because she was so enthusiastic. You've grown she up was, in this area. What was, possessed and you? And I was like, oh, Kara, Monday, you know, she seems very, you know. 7 a.m. I'd already spoken to her. She seems very responsible. Like, she's uh-huh. going to take care of this. Kara calls me like two hours in and she's like, oh, uh, yeah, like, I didn't know they were going to be harassing me and calling me names and all that. I'm like, oh, my God, pobrecita, I'm so sorry. So... Ken, Westchester Library, we got called communists and socialists on a daily basis. There would be several characters that would come every day at the same time and call us names. Uh, we had... My favorite was one of the videos you sent us on our on our friend uh, text where I think somebody called like somebody like a, a, a prostitute. She called her a prostitute. A prostitute. I, if I had been there, I would have been like, oh, you think I'm pretty enough to charge? Yeah, she called her a prostitute because she was on the Biden camp. We got threatened every day. We got threatened with violence. Mm-hmm. We You um, saw some some shit go down. There was, some violence there, was go down. Guy, there were two people who were assaulted. This was during my whole tenure mm-hmm. there. There was two people who were mm-hmm. assaulted uh, because he's Trump. You know, because the thing is not even that it's a Trump supporter because... You know, not all Trump, uh, clearly not all Trump supporters are violent, but my whole thing was we're here in our tent and I have a lot of this on video. So yes, yes, you do. I have video evidence. Yes, you do. We were here in our tent having a good time. We always had music going on and these people would come at us like pissed, like ready to kill us. And you did nothing. You're literally sitting there because people would have to come up to you to request information. You would not go up to people, correct? We had people at the end of the lines, Mm -hmm. like where where the lines formed. Okay. Passing out slate cards. Okay. But the issues that we had were at our tents. Okay. Right? So people were going up to our tents. And, and you know, there were several incidents. And again, I have them on video of these people just, you could tell like, you know, when somebody's mad and they have like hate in their eyes mm-hmm. directed towards us. And I'm like, but what? You don't know me. Like, what are you? I mean, if you disagree with my political beliefs, okay, that's fine. But that's what America is about. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, you know, calling us communists, that we hate the Constitution, that we hate the police, that, you know, we want to enslave people, you know, that we're gross, that we're disgusting, you know, throwing all types of 
insults and profanities at us we had dog shit thrown at us we had a dog shit in our tent um we had one of our coolers filled with dirt uh Um, you had a can full of rocks thrown at your back and i think it was not intended for your back but rather your head yeah um, and I didn't even report it. I was like, you know, if I'm going to report everything that goes down here, no, my head <laughs> you don't. know, and I was like, then that's going to be time of me reporting. No, it. And I'm like, I'm going to report it. Identity. You know, um, there were issues with other people that I did have to report because mm-hmm. they involved other people. But I was like, you know, I'm just not going to report it. I have too many things to do. Um, and I know that that's intimidation and maybe I should have, but whatever. Um, but it's also, I mean, you report it, but at the end of the day, if these are private citizens who are doing it and then running away, yeah, who are you going to report? The, the right? thing is like, that, you know, this was outside of the one. 150 foot realm so it, it, it all is if you're within the 150 feet if you get yelled at insulted whatever within 150 foot feet of the building mm-hmm. that is intimidation okay. voter intimidation volunteer intimidation anything that happens outside it's free game it's just fair game. It's, it's the neighborhood fair game. you know i had an um i had a um a volunteer young kid who was so excited to volunteer and one of the campaigns of one of the Republican opponents mm-hmm. sent two um, unmarked cops mm-hmm. to go tell him they were going to arrest him and the kid started to like get nervous of nervous course, and yeah. he like started to like cry and he took a, like literally took a shit like you know yeah. um, but he stood his ground he did stand his ground which pissed everybody off right, right? that he stood his ground um what else we yeah we were threatened we were assaulted uh everybody came with the damn donald trump song and would stop the, their the, car in front of us the salsa song? Voy a votar por donald trump. and i have to admit the song is catchy okay. af <laughs> it's so freaking catchy like i'm like man on top that they did the song it's like super catchy <laughs> Yo voy a votar. You, have you heard it? I have not ah, heard it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo voy a for Donald Trump. And it's like these three Cubans. Of course right? it is. Um, super catchy. Every car that passed by had to stop in front of our tent and put it all the way up. Right. right. Then we had the guy with the broken leg who had. Oh, some, yeah. He was there all the time with a little speaker. There, yes. Who was who had doctored. Um, speeches of joe biden saying the n-word and he would put this like on full blast and it's like you know it's very uncomfortable to hear the right. over and over again. Like, forget if it's doctored or not like, it's like, it's like oh my god did i just hear that oh my god did i just hear that oh my god did i just hear that very over distracting if nothing again. else so it was just i have to say it was disgusting it, it mm-hmm. was because again if you are happy that you're voting for this man and you love this man, that is on you. That is great. Good for you. Knock you're participating out. in democracy. Right. But don't come and not only dis- not disagreeing with me would not be a problem. Insult, threaten me, you know, try to bring me down because I have a difference of opinion than you do. And this is what happened here every single day. And it was just... It was disgusting to watch. I, you know, I made an Instagram post about it. And, you know, I I said that I saw like the worst of humanity. Right. But then I also saw the best. Okay. Because I, you know, and and, and it was things that it's like, okay, this is America. I'm I'm trying to see the positive. I had a family of five. Mm -hmm. These people left their jobs in D.C. to come and volunteer for an entire week. Wow, they put their life on hold for a week. Yes, and they were the here they, at their they, own cost. At their own cost, they came the first week, mm-hmm. and they um, that was a week that it rained every day. Oh yeah, yeah, and like I remember, they were volunteering in West Kendall, not in in Westchester, in West Kendall, and these people like 
I remember pulling in one day and they were all drenched because it was raining. I.e. they wouldn't give up. And I'm like, right. oh my God. Like that right, is right. just amazing. I had this other guy, Paul. Paul drove from Boston in his Honda Accord hybrid, you know. To, oh, so he had to stop a lot. To volunteer. <laughs> to volunteer here for two weeks for he volunteered in Westchester the first week and then he did uh, um pole um pole watching. Um from Boston, because he's like, you know, Massachusetts, it's a blue state. Right, right. Right? So then I had Linda from New York, from Brooklyn, who, you know, older woman, who came on her expense as well right. to turn Florida blue. Like, I'm like, I was like in amazement of this right. because I wasn't expecting that, you right. know, th that these people like put everything on hold. They took the money and expense. You know, they were staying in hotels. Yeah, claro. They had to eat. They had you know, to rent a car. To do this, I was like, this is the most selfless thing. And not only them, you know, like the just everybody who volunteered. Yeah. I mean, this is your time. We had a lot of local people, a lot of our listeners and, and followers who who posted on on one of the I think on the third they were mm -hmm. gonna be elect their poll workers. Uh, and... So my shout out is to Awuting. Yes. Awuting yes. was one of our listeners. You know, he's been listening uh, to us since day one. Um Awuting reached out to me and he's like, What can I do? Like right. he literally just asked me, What can I do? I'm like, Well, since you asked <laughs> Here you I go. I have an answer. And he he was a volunteer. He volunteered for several days right. in one of the Kendall libraries. So, you know, I had people who would leave the the voting, you know, the you know, had just voted and they'd come to the tent and like, what can I do? Right. Can I pass out cards? Can I do something? Give me a t shirt. And I, I mean, I was so like humbled mm -hmm. and taken back on that because among all the negativity that we were dealing with and all the bullying and humanity still shines through that we had to deal with mm -hmm. in those locations. I was so, like, I couldn't believe that, you know, that these people were actually doing this. And that just, to me, that's what made the, the whole experience incredible. And the last week and a half that I was in Westchester, there was this guy named Victor who was volunteering. And I owe so much to him. And he... Um, he would he actually made my job so much easier because then he took it upon himself to set up that tent in the morning. Oh, so he would get there so he you would could get sleep there later. Yeah. Well, no, because I was setting up the other tent. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. That's right. That's right. That's right. You were fi you were fighting with the Let other campaign over there. I that's right. Set up a tent now with my eyes closed with one hand. See, and you used to complain when we would do it at the beach. Yes. That was all just training. Yes, to this. That was training for this. No, literally. I could take out the folding ones and <laughs> just go like, boom. Nah, nah, just open. No, but he took it upon himself to set up the tents because there we had to um, set up the tents and knock them down at the end. Like, he was amazing. And the reason I bring him up is because, again, you know, we hear politicians, or in this case, the president, talk about immigration and talk about all these things. And, you know, when you see a face... Mm -hmm. Is when you like it becomes not that these things needed to become real to us because we know what they are, but when you hear somebody's stories and it, like yeah. this, here was this guy volunteering mm -hmm. in an early voting location, right. so people could go out and vote, and he couldn't vote because he's not really? a citizen. He's from Venezuela. He's here oh. on an expired visa. Oh shit! And his dream is to be a citizen. And there were so many people volunteering mm -hmm. there. I can't tell you how many people are volunteering there. Venezuelans mm -hmm. volunteering there, right? Mm -hmm. Who couldn't even vote? You bring up an interesting question that I, I, I kind of, I've been thinking. As we all know, Florida, Florida went red, right? Mm -hmm. um, but not Miami Dade. 
So as Miami I, Dade stayed blue. So but... as I told you, your efforts were not in vain. And look, we made some inroads. We have the first female, you know, mayor elected. We, we voted to increase, you know, the minimum wage to fifteen dollars. I mean, there, there we have to look at the positive inroads. And even on a on a national scale, you know, Delaware elected the first openly transgender mm-hmm. uh, senator. No, there were some strides made in New York. There's, I think, the first. It's 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 a lot of stuff. He's the first. Afro Latino LGBT uh, representative or Filling something like that. Yeah, it's like he covered all the bases. Like <laughs> he's just like you know what, screw it. Um, so you know there have been some strides. Um, but but one of the things you bring up now just it, it popped into my head because of what you were saying with regard to all of the Venezuelans specifically. What you're saying that couldn't vote, but they were they were hoping to get the word out and all that. I I've been wondering lately because, you know, you see all this like, you know, Trump, 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 Trump. And um, reading an article, you know, uh, from the New Yorker talking about this guy whose name I can't remember right now, but has a YouTube channel and what have you. Is it Otaola? Otaola. You know, he has a YouTube channel. Um, and this, But I don't I believe he can't vote either. I believe he he's not a citizen yet. I, I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. Do you feel that a lot of these people from our from our community, let's let's bring it down to the Cuban community, right? Who are getting out there and have, you know, la bandera and are screaming and la cazuela and everything. Do you think that a lot of them are actual voters or a lot of them are people who support the president but don't can are not citizens and therefore cannot vote? And I say that just because if I'm if I'm to believe the amount of just people in La Calle that I've seen with the Trump like Trump should have won Dade. You know what I mean? Well, no. Yes and no. Because... Again, that's my perception uh, is what I'm saying. Yes and no. I would say that they are citizens because remember, Cubans, there are very, very few Cubans that are illegal. Right, Right, but you don't get your citizenship immediately. No, but I was in an early voting location. Like, these people were parking, going in and going out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, okay, okay. It wasn't like a random caravan. You know, okay, okay. These people were at early. They were making locations. a line, and then yes. okay, got it. Um, so, so yes, they were. And what I just and I try to be impartial, and I especially try to be impartial on the podcast because this is not, at the end of the day, a political partisan vibe. You know, right, right, podcast. right. So I try to be as impartial as I can, as. You know, as well as saying what my views are. Right, right, right. You're not you're not trying to I be just... an apologist, but Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I just, I felt very ashamed. 
and I will go out and say it on the record. I felt very ashamed of our community because we could sit here all day as to why some people like Donald Trump and others don't. At the end of the day, it's your opinion. And that's okay. That is okay. Hmm. I may not understand why you like him. Right. But, but I'll accept it. But they don't understand why you like Biden and But so I'll be accept it. it because, you know, that's what democracy is, right? right? I don't have to like it, but at the end of the day, it's your choice, right. right? That's why we all have a vote. What I just don't understand, and this is why I felt like such a personal, you know, I, if you know me, um, or even a- if you don't know me, just by listening to me here on the podcast, I, one of the reasons I went to law school is because I believe in our constitution. I believe in democracy. Mm-hmm. I believe in capitalism, right? right. I am one of the most democratic capitalists like freedom all you know balls to the wall freedom person there is right. i'll say uh, the opposite of a communist right right i don't necessarily believe in socialism i believe in socialists and in, in social programs like medicare like medicare social security right. and those are you know we could have that conversation separately but i don't believe in a socialist I certainly don't believe in a socialist state. And those are very ground principles of mine. Right. You know, and I like millions of other Cubans. I grew up with that Cuban rhetoric, drama, yeah. a trauma. And I, I very much have that trauma of my parents like you do and everybody else does. You know, that we may have not lived it, but we grew up with that trauma. Mm-hmm. So to me, like... Yeah, you have to have thick skin. It's okay. But there comes a point that it starts to bother you, you know, being called a communist and a socialist every day, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like, first of all, you don't know me. First of all, you don't even know what a real socialist is. Right. And you are attacking me for having a different opinion than you. Isn't that the reason why you, you left. left Cuba? Because you were not allowed to have a different opinion, you know, a different opinion. You right. weren't allowed to be a dissident. Like, isn't that the reason you left Cuba? So now you are attacking, personally attacking, you know, people directly that have a different opinion of you. And this just wasn't one person. This wasn't two. This wasn't three. No, this was a whole whole movement. Overwhelming majority of our Our people. people. Of our people. Hey, everyone. It's DJ. And it's not an exaggeration to say that 2020 has been literally just a little nuts, right? Pero that's no reason to let your nuts go wild. Bueno, Manscaped is here to help. Look, we've been telling you about Manscaped and their line of products all year long, specifically Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 hair trimmer. But they've got a lot more products for you down there. Manscaped's Crop Care Kit is the ultimate hygiene pack for your dirty bits. The Crop Care Kit includes the Crop preserver ball deodorant no explanation there the crop reviver ball toner with a touch of aloe you know for smoothness and freshness and the crop mop ball wipes for when you need a quick refresh you know after a long and steamy humid day in miami and the foot duster foot deodorant because you know us guys our feet always kind of sort of stink unless you're always in chancletas like me but anyway all free of sulfates, dyes, and parabens, so your boys are in good hands. 
So use promo code PEDO20 at manscaped.com to get 20% off your order and free shipping. 20% off to keep your balls fresh, huh? Bueno, pues claro. So visit manscaped.com today and use promo code PEDO20 for 20% off the crop care kit or any other purchase. And it was very disheartening to see. You know, I... Very disheartening to see. And it was just very, what I found, you know, again, and not to make myself sound so smart. <laughs> no, but it's not, it's not, not about being so smart. smart. It's not about being that. smart, but, but it's, I've, you know I've, what you know. I've, I've studied law. I've studied history. I've studied political science. There is a pattern to behavior. And what I find so interesting is that all these Cubans that are obsessed with Trump, they're not obsessed with being a Republican. Because, for example, we have friends that are Republicans. Yeah. That are full blown Republicans. They believe in the the Republican right. Party. They the principles the, of the Republican the, the, Party. The, uh, Republican platform, and that's absolutely great. I encourage that, right? But those people, you don't see those people with the Donald Trump flag right. on it, right? On it, right? You know, they probably voted for Trump, but and that's okay. But these people are obsessed with him. Obs they're Trumpist, and as I say, this is why you have to know history. Estos estos cubanos that are out there, Trump, 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 that they have that Donald Trump song that right. Donald Trump to them is a god and a lord and savior. Those are the same type of people que, 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 that were fidelistas. Those are the same people that were chavistas. Because if you notice, los chavistas aren't even about like the socialist, the Bolivian, what's the name? El Partido Boliviano. Socialista. Socialista de Venezuela. It's not even about that. It's about Chávez. Chávez, Chávez, Chávez. Right. Chávez the, the is like a god. It's the personality. Right? The same thing with Fidel. When Fidel came down the Sierra Maestra, I could just see him coming in like a cloud. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, right. you know. Um, it's about Fidelita. Right. They become obsessed with the myth of like the man. You right, know, right. and it, it's like, okay, so is this about values or about party? This is no longer about being a Republican and voting Republican. Right, right, right. This is about, oye, porque mira that I liked Obama and Obama was a very popular person. But you didn't see people with Obama flags and, you know, you know, oh my God, Obama, Obama, Obama. Right, 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 right. And he was a very popular, especially pop culturally. Yeah. You know, very, and, and I see this and I'm like. This is like history repeating itself, you know, and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not comparing Donald Trump to Fidel Castro, but like the behavior. Right. It's 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 people who have gone on record or, and some who have gone on record as criticizing that behavior and engaging right. in it. And this guy, Otaola, I mean, I've seen his show. I haven't. This it's like no, it's like no facts. It's just like he throws out. Well, you know, but you know, the one thing I found interesting and I, I don't want to give this this waste of oxygen more time than necessary, but. Um, in the article, it did mention that in Cuba, he actually used to run for, he used to work for the state run media. Right. So why would he do anything different now? Right. And he's getting paid very well. Why would he do any, the, the only difference is that now he's getting paid more. He's getting paid very well. And like, who's it, paying it, him? I don't know. It's, it's not even like, like, let's say a news commentator that has like a very extreme vision. Of like, uh, Alex Jones. No, 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 not even. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not even like an Alex Jones who will take like a germ of something and and blow well, it actually, up. Actually, no. I would kind of say put him in Alex Jones territory, insofar that like 
it's like completely made up things because Alex Jones makes up shit. Oh, that's yeah, why that's you know makes up shit. Like this man, like it, it's like completely made up, and right. people like consume it like you know if it was hot bread out of the oven. You Make know, it. like, <laughs> I, and I'm like, and I look at like you know our people, and I'm like, right. but is there any like you know corroboration? Like facts don't matter. I mean, our, and and, it, and it's a groupthink mentality. Yeah, and Not- groupthink mentality mm-hmm. is one of the most dangerous things that can happen yeah because you know it's again, great when you're trying to decide where to go for dinner with your friends again, i have my values i have my opinions but i'm the first one to criticize my own people right. my own things and be like eh, not so much right but that group think mentality that is very dangerous and that's what i saw a lot of let me now you mentioned group think mentality i want to flip it a little bit um it's something that we talked about la- last week's episode with lucy but it was actually we, lucy and i talked about it but it happened to you mm-hmm. um the photograph that you put on your Instagram with your cousin. Yes. Where you were holding the Biden-Harris sign and he yes. was holding the Trump-Pence sign. And I don't remember exactly what you wrote, but you put something to the effect of like, you know, we can still be civil. Is essential. I mean, I it, said it, at the end of the day, we're still family. We're still family. We're right. still family, right. which I'm very close to my cousin. We're still family, even though we wholeheartedly disagree with each other. Right. Right. And, and him and I have had debates back and forth very respectful by the way um right, but on the good so as it and i got be. a lot of shit for that right and that's where i was going because the same way that there's this group think mentality of like you must you know, on the trump side you must think this way there is also this existing group think mentality on, on, on the liberal side absolutely that if I, I, you're either again and, and i say this because and you'll, and you'll get into it but my biggest issue with that is then you know i feel like the liberal side more than the conservative side correct me if i'm wrong tend to preach a little bit more about like we have to come together and it has to be about unity but i feel like at the end of the day what they demonstrated to me with the way that they reacted to you is it's not about unity no it's just about me being right right there was somebody on my instagram there was actually i got a lot of shit for that picture so you got a lot of like dms from people saying that and i had posted that picture i don't even know what time because i like lost the track of time well yeah you're putting Um, up tents i I put it up before i went to bed and when i woke up at like you know, 4.45 in the morning. Getting ready, going like, like 10. I hadn't even forgot that I post that picture. I'm like, my DM has literally blown up. Like, right. what the hell? And it was people giving me shit over that picture. I had like 30 DMs of people giving me shit over that picture. And a couple of them in particular were like, oh, you know, um, I don't allow toxic people in my family. I don't allow toxic people in my life, even if, if they're my family. So I just cut them out. And I was like, well... If I were to cut out right. all the Trump voters in my family, right. it'd just be me. Right. <laughs> so like, but but it's it, but I love how that's just like you need to do what I do. Right, because exactly. what I do is no, the right no, no, thing. No, but that's why I tell you there's groupthink mentality among I mean, liberals. It was as well. ridiculous. Because a problem I wasn't among, surprised by the way. A, a, a problem among liberals is that, you know, there is let's say ten points to our agenda. Right. If you if you if you agree with nine of the ten points but disagree with one one, one of us, right. you know, one of the points, one point. you are in, you know, that's you, it. you have you're, no tolerance. How dare you? You're not accepting. You're a horrible human being. You know, you want the earth to blow up and you believe in, you know, fossil fuels are fake. You know, like, right. it's that extreme. So I'm like, right. so yeah, there's groupthink mentality on both sides. Like, let's not joke ourselves. Yeah. And I got a, and the most of the criticism that I got over that picture were more like liberal minded people. Right. So, I mean, yeah, there, there's, that is a parasite for most people or on mm. whatever side of the aisle you're on. But uh yeah, uh, you know, people are people I got shit for it 
And, but I also got a lot of support on it as well. Because when I put that video mm-hmm. explaining, because then I, I put the picture as an Instagram story. And then the next day I kind of had a follow-up video where I kind of explained that. I'm like, you know, I got a lot of shit from people, you know, and. and, and because there were people who were saying that you're a farce by, by volunteering me- for the Democratic Party and yet being able to reconcile with your family and exist yes. as a family unit yes. that you were a There's farce. There's somebody who told me I should jump off a building. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. Look, I was able to find two replacement hosts, but I don't want to have to go through that every week, okay? I a building, and I was like, okay, whatever. That's a rational response. Yes. Yeah, that's rational. So, I mean, people just need to calm the F down. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a reason why, well, this is our podcast, and it's listen, laugh, and learn, because... I always like to, and you, uh, you know, you're to the mindset again of imploring people to inform yourself. Yeah. Read whatever you want to do. Read, watch YouTube, inform yourself, make informed decisions, no matter what they are, because we are living in a world where people make political stance on memes. Like, right. I, I just don't understand all this like constant me- like the meme memification. Overload. Yes, yeah. and it's like. I, I don't understand it. Like these memes are don't mean anything. Or I will implore all of our listeners. The oh, next that's just time, a fuck Jerry meme. The next, <laughs> well, those are fine. Those are funny. Um, <laughs> you know, or, or Tiger King. You know, whatever. Um, but the next time you know you you, you see a meme or you hear something, and it's funny because I was doing this all the time during the election when I would I would see a commercial and I would hear something on both sides and I'm like that doesn't sound right or that sounds odd. I would literally just pull out my phone and I would go to Google and I would type in. You know, XYZ commercial and see what came up. But I implore you guys not only to do research, but to do actual research, which is to say, if you are left leaning, don't just go to MSNBC. If you are right leaning, don't just go to Fox News. Check both of them out. You know, who I think is a great because person I think, to follow. Because I think in between is where the, the truth is always going to be in the middle, right? You know, who I think is a great person to follow. Us, aside from us. Aside from us, yeah. who says it like it is, and he's neither a Democrat or a Republican. I think he was independent for a really long time. Is Billy Corbin. Oh, Billy, yeah. Billy Corbin says it like it is. Billy Corbin has zero fucks left to give. Yes. <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> Billy <laughs> Corbin. So We talked about this last week. Billy Corbin is just like, you know what? Politeness week is over. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the main message I want to leave people with is... You know, the world is very complicated. There's, you know, whatever your views are, whatever they may be, um, become involved. I, I, I can't. Would you do it again? I would I'd do it again in a heartbeat and I would totally take Westchester on again. <laughs> I totally would. That's a shirt. <laughs> I would take on Westchester. I would totally take on Westchester I again. I totally would. I even got shit at Sedanos. <laughs> Oh, because Sedano, you know, Sedano's is across oh, the one right the street. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I have the shirt that says Miami Dade Democrats hey, on. Get, I forget. Uh, yeah, you know, I've been up since four forty-five in the morning. <laughs> so I went to buy ice, and I was like, "I better why is everybody looking at me going esta cara?" <laughs> <laughs> Until I heard the cash register next to me, the lady right. mentioned it to like the other lady about communism, and I go, "Ay, ay, ay, do it! I want to come out of here like man down, man down." <laughs> I'm like, I'm like. You know, and um, so, yeah, um, I, I saw really ugly things, but I saw really wonderful things. But I can't, you know, 
to people, become involved, whatever that may mean, whether mm-hmm. it's community service, whether it's becoming involved in a political campaign, mm-hmm. whether it's involved in a nonprofit. Um, because again, everybody complains and complains and complains, but nobody ever does anything. Right. Nobody does ever done anything. Mira, I reconnected in this campaign with um, this girl who ran for one of the local state districts, mm-hmm. Francesca Sesti Brown. Wonderful, wonderful girl. Um, unfortunately, she did not win. I um, I met her at ADP when I worked at ADP when oh, I was wow. in college. Really? And we reconnected now during this time. You know, she's somebody who has a great job. She's mm-hmm. married, a mother or two. She has no time or no no necessity no dnc that's to get involved in politics like you know in the complicated dirty world of politics right right? right. um and she did because she wants to make a difference in her community and in her Mm -hmm. region and you know she's lived there most of her life and she knows what the you know what the challenges are and she's an everyday working class person so you know even though in her case she didn't unfortunately win you know you got to give credit to somebody who actually stood up for something and 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 did that and put herself out there because she i mean she literally put herself out there. right 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 she to the scrutiny of running for politics yeah because especially nowadays yeah it, the it, scrutiny of it and that's it's not the, about what you stand for it's about what you have done that in itself know? is you know that takes a certain type of person to do that. That takes a degree of fortitude that I don't have. Yes, that I don't have. I don't I, have. As I said, I'll run your campaign, but don't put me as a politician. I was like, nope, I can't take it. No, 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 no. Listen, I couldn't take being a plant. Okay, I, yeah, I can't I take. I can't right. even take a, a, a well, campaign. Well, but you know what? Look, what your experience was also, you know, again, groupthink mentality. You know, how many times did we explain, for God's sake, you gave a statement. <laughs> like, right. We had to give a statement. We explained to people, this is the case. And people still didn't believe you. Right. Because facts don't matter. So so just get involved, people. And, you know, again, I, I have, you know, in terms of my life, that's one of the reasons why I'm a guardian at Lightum. Um, and I'm very active in terms of community service. I, it's very simple. Be part of the solution, not the problem. And, you know. Yep. Move forward. So, well, at the time that we are recording this on Fake Friday, we are not <laughs> sure who the president is yet. That's true. Maybe when you hear this tomorrow, we will know. But you know, the funny thing is, I mean, thinking back to 2000, we didn't know who the president was until like December. December yeah. So, no, I mean, but it's this, not... 2000 was a different issue. But what I'm saying is it's not unprecedented. I think people have gotten a little like uh, acostumbrado that it's like, you know, the next day. Yes. But the thing is that... In the Gore-Bush election of 2000, mm-hmm. they couldn't come up with a number. They couldn't come up with a winner. Mm. Oh, right? right. Because remember, because of the, the chads. With the, ballot, right. with the butterfly right. ballots. The hanging chads, county. yeah. They couldn't come up with... Like, like, do we count it? Do we not count it? Do we count right. it? Do we not they count it? They couldn't come right. up with a winner. Whereas here, they can. Um, it's just that it's taking long. There's a lot of razor-thin margins. A lot. Yeah, um, and they knew this was going to happen yeah. because a lot of people are voting by mail, right? Um, and that's well, I mean, locally too. I mean, our, our very own friend of the podcast, Tony Rodriguez's brother, yes. is is it's a close race. It's a close. It's race. a close They're race. Doing a recount. Yeah. So uh, a lot of them, a lot of these races. Um, Either doing recounts for and all that. Yeah. yeah. And what I'm saying is it's not just at a national level. I know like, that there's as, a lot. as of we're recording this podcast right. on Fake Friday, um, a lot of uh, pundits, a lot of people into this think that the path is open for Joe Biden. It ain't over to the fat lady sing. This is true. So I am, I am not putting my eggs in any basket. This is true. I'm putting my eggs where they belong and they're going to be properly groomed <laughs> and taken care of by Manscaped. <laughs> How do you like them apples? 
How do you like that product integration? That may be my favorite product integration that I have ever heard, and we were part of it. So thank you. Thank you for putting my 15 years in the industry to work. Thank you. I'm not putting my eggs in any basket because there's still six states out as are we yeah, this. Right? Nevada, who... What I love about Nevada is that... So, like it's very hot over there. Okay, so time. Have you been watching what's going on? I, I, I told you earlier, I have been on a binge these last okay, three days of Melrose so, Place. That's so it. So, Arizona, North Carolina, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, and... Pennsylvania. I think Georgia. Nevada and Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Wisconsin? No, Wisconsin's have, already been... All these states are working overtime. They're bringing in like... New people right. over time to count these ballots. What I love about Nevada, so all these like all the directors of the elections department have mm. given statements throughout the day right. as to what's going on, right, right, the updates, and they're literally working around the clock. What I loved was the director of elections of Nevada was like, "Well, yesterday at five o'clock, we called it a day. We covered our machines <laughs> and went home." You know what? Good for them. Good for them. Good for them. You know what? Fuck it. If we're gonna be all eyes on us, you know what? <laughs> Have at it. And I'm like, Nevada, Joe Biden, <laughs> as a fake Friday, has like an 11,000 uh, vote lead, 11,000 <laughs> and some change in Nevada. But it's been that forever. <laughs> like, right. Because they're just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, ah, un, uno, dos de maybe you know what? Maybe at three o five they stop for cafecito breaks. Who knows? Maybe in Nevada, you know, there's Cubans, there's in, Cubans Nevada. in Nevada. Um, but I love how she's like, no, we packed up and went home and covered our machines. <laughs> and she was like, oh, kind of like how you cover your barbecue, you know that? That's how we cover our machines. And I'm like, me and Sodro are like pulling out like, their hair. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you know, organized chaos. Um, and they're like, they just went home. And I'm picturing it like at like a nine to five when they put the covers on the typewriters at uh-huh. the end of the day. That's yeah. what I'm picturing. Yeah, no. That's what I'm picturing. And I'm like, I don't know if I would have said that. Like, Good for them. You know what? Good for them. Total. It's going to take what the length of time it's going to take. And you know what? Until the votes are counted, we're not going to stop. So I want to talk briefly about that because now, you know, the president just gave a... Um, a press conference where he was saying all these things that, you know, he was winning here and winning there and now he's not winning and voter fraud, obviously. And he has sued half of the world. And right. yesterday Giuliani gave a press conference where he's like, we're just going to sue nationally. And I'm like, also, oh, is it going to be Donald J. Trump versus the United States of America? <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, in order for him to have, right. Okay. In order for him, first of all, as we record walk, this yeah, walk, walk us, walk us. So any, so any count that is within, what's the percentage that no, it has to have a recount? No, a recount. No, 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 I, no I but I'm asking. It but I'm asking. by state. Okay. I forgot what it is for each okay. state. Um, but th- it's not even an issue of recounts here. Okay. He is saying that there is voter fraud. Now, he had been saying this for a long time. Right, right, right. That there was going to be voter fraud. Right. So when he now says voter fraud during the election, right. he could be like, oh, I told you so. Right. 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 There has been absolutely... No report of voter fraud anywhere. Okay. Right? None. There's been none. Mm-hmm. There's been none. He said something about votes that were thrown away. There's nothing. Es como que yo ahora dijera, si Wenya vino y se llevó una, una, una java de, de, de votes. And, you know, then Rudy Giuliani comes, the storm came and took the votes. <laughs> like, that is, like, how outrageous these claims are, right? There's no... Evidence like none, zilch. Okay. So he filed all these lawsuits, and as but what I, are the uh, so what are these lawsuits that are being filed? There be there we don't for, know for recounts. No, for... we don't know what the lawsuits are about, but they're being filed. Okay, right? You could file a lawsuit for anything. 
Yeah, yes, right? yes, we know this. You can yeah. file a lawsuit without evidence. It's going to be dismissed, but you can file the lawsuit, right. right? So in some states, he wants to stop the vote, to stop the counting. Mm-hmm. And in others, he wants the counting to continue. So we are not sure why. Well, but yeah, what I'm trying we, to well, say yeah, is, wherever he lost. in order for this theory to be even remotely like plausible plausible Mm -hmm. it means that the elections department of all these states had to be in conspiracy right in cahoots hey yeah i'm here in nevada hey i'm nevada the slow counting state (laughs) don't call me after five oh yeah pennsylvania let's let's screw over trump (laughs) let's let's do a conference call with south carolina with georgia hey georgia it's nevada and pennsylvania how about we give trump a run for his money tremendo zoom call right like they yes they were like (laughs) like the brady bunch like they had to have like a conspiracy right there's one state Mm-hmm. Like like Florida in the 2000 right. election. Not that there was voter fraud in, in Florida, but there's one state where something's happening. Something's happening. You know, there there have been all these like issues of voter fraud and of ballots disappearing and it's like really thin. You know, okay. But there's been nothing. Right. And, if, and it was, this, if it was a state of a razor thin margin, then yes, you have and to now go this in. Is and... a multiple states, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you the example of Michigan. Okay. Because one of the first things that, you know, his followers started saying like, oh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> in the morning, you know, he was over, he was up in Michigan, like, you know, 180,000 votes, right. you know. Okay. So Michigan was one of the first states that started to get counted on Tuesday. Okay. I remember at around 11 o'clock, 1130. AM? PM. PM. On Tuesday. Mm-hmm. He had like 60, 60 some percent of the votes in Michigan. And I was like. How the hell is this happening? See, in Michigan, he I think he had, he was, in Michigan, he had, like, Biden had, like, a double-digit lead over him. Mm-hmm. How did, I mean, I know the polls can be wrong, and they have been wrong, but right. how do we go from a double-digit lead mm-hmm. to, like, 60%, this? right. Right. But then you know that in most channels, I was watching CNN, and I also watch Fox News, by the way, mm-hmm. for election coverage, because... With Fox News, their news division actually is pretty good. Their oh yeah, 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 yeah. Division, it's it's the it's the opinion the people. Commentary, it's, right, right, right. Another story. But their news division is actually pretty good. Um, and you know that you could break down like by county, by mm-hmm. zip, like you could break down by zip code by county and all yeah. that. I lived in Michigan. I could tell you about Michigan. Right at eleven o'clock, right or eleven thirty. When Michigan was um, being counted, most of the votes that had come in were from the Upper Peninsula and Northern Michigan, right? Which is more upscale and rich, right? Well, no, it's rural. Oh, rural, okay. Right, right? So, yes, this is why Donald Trump was leading 100-some, by 60-some percent. Because demographically, it made sense. Right. They had not counted Wayne County. I know Wayne County. Wayne County is metropolitan Detroit. I can tell you from somebody who lived there that metropolitan Detroit and metropolitan Detroit is a huge area with millions (laughs) of people. That had not been counted on Tuesday night. But by the time you woke up on on Wednesday morning, they had been counted. It had been counted. So So those votes have to be. Yes. So metropolitan Detroit, Wayne County is a historically, overwhelmingly blue area. So, yes, conspirators, right. you know, conspiracy theory people, right, right, right. that is where the votes came from. Right. 
You know, the votes didn't just come out from thin air. You know, right. that it's is just where the when you kept from. counting of people right. who had voted. The same thing, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So Pennsylvania, he had like a 300, 350,000 vote lead up until I think yesterday. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that Pennsylvania, unlike Florida, counts their vote by mail. The, the, the day. They start counting it the day of the election. Like the third. Right, right, right. right. So the last votes they're going to report mm-hmm. are the vote by mail and on uh, top so you of won't that, have an actual and on top of that the counties that are the last being reported mm-hmm. are, is philadelphia county again more the 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 city the metro right the metropolitan philadelphia right. which is overwhelmingly blue so yes this is why there's millions of votes now coming into joe biden this is simple log it's simple logic and math Logic and math. I know those are two things that a lot of people struggle with. They're so annoying. But it's logic and math. Right. Logic and math. Ahora, si tú me dices, bueno, in Oklahoma... (laughs) He got 100% of the votes. Biden got 100% of the votes. Trump had an upset and Biden got 98% of the vote in Oklahoma. I'll tell you, okay. That's a little 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 fishy there. Biden really, you know... We need to investigate a little bit. Biden really spent time in Oklahoma. Right, right. You know? Right. but that's why, like, all of this makes complete logic and complete sense. If you break it down. Yeah. And, you know, I always say this over and over and over and over again because I'm an optimist person. Despite being four years into his presidency, y todo lo desastre que han habido, um, I always, like, hope that he's going to do the right thing. I'm like, okay, he's going to do the right thing now. Because, like, him now casting doubt into the election you know procedure which is the essence of our democracy that could like turn into a constitutional crisis like not to be melodramatic but it actually can because if he doesn't concede if joe biden is a winner in the electoral college and he's also winning the popular vote if it is deemed that he win Mm -hmm. one and again i don't know if he won yet as a fake friday right because i'm not i'm not taking out that esa corneta until (laughs) isn't you know <laughs> Blowing that horn until, until the last the, until, until it's everything right, 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 by right. everyone. Right, right, right. right. Um, because Trump could still win. But it's like going, you, know, you would at least think that like that 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 is like the foundation of the country. Like that is that that could send us into a constitutional crisis that at least you would have the integrity and dignity mm-hmm. to at least not mess that up. And there he is. It's funny you think there he is. you think those words mean anything to that man. And there he is doing it, and then he there you are the people making up memes, and then the memes because I there's a couple of people close to me today that I saw. I was like, you know, Same. I'm gonna go look at their memes. And I'm like, I wasn't surprised, but um, but yeah, it's like like if right now I said, aha, we're here. There's a bag of, of votes, <laughs> and uh, a stork came and took them, and then you know. And that, became, and that became and that became true. In Miami, Florida, you'll see like a bird. You'll see a meme of like a bird. The stork and, just know, flying away. The stork from um the Smurfs. Uh huh. <laughs> with a bag of votes and you see that's a stork. That's the one that took the votes. So so God bless our democracy. God bless the USA. Pero bueno. On that note, I know you've got to be thirsty. I am, and I know who I'm gonna give my last soda to. Who are you gonna give your last soda to? I'm gonna give my last soda to Ana Navarro. Because I love her and for winning a gold medal in figure skating. It's true. Her triple axel, I mean, Johnny Weir even said, bitch. So, like, it must have been really good. 
And for those of you who are like, <laughs> what's going on there? <laughs> Check out her Instagram. Check out her Instagram. So Ana Navarro kind of was like poking fun at the fact that all these like people that have these conspiracy theories about like the election being rigged and votes being mm -hmm. things happening with votes, which again, there is absolutely no evidence. Like it's not even that it's evidence that has been stretched and turned into something else. Again, not like in 2000 where something was, where something was clearly right. like wrong. wrong. Right. No, there's nothing, nothing. Everything actually has gone very smoothly in the counting process mm -hmm. it's just there's a lot to count right. right it's the highest turnout in american history in american history the highest turnout joe biden right now if wow. he wins will have had the highest popular vote in american history wow yeah um so i don't know kind of to make fun of the fact that people just we're Making spreading on these memes that were completely made up. She put in a meme that went viral of, I think, her face on, I don't know, it was Chrissy Yamaguchi, someone's I think it was, head, I think it was Yamaguchi, uh, yeah. Saying, I just won the gold medal in figure skating, and it went viral. <laughs> I think that's great. She is wonderful. You know, again, putting it out there, Anna, we'd love to have you on the show. We've met you. You're phenomenal, but we'd love to have you on the show. So my last soda is actually going to you. To me? To you. I've never had a last soda. Either, no? No. Aww. Well, I'm giving it to you because you know what? As you said, a lot of people bitch and moan and complain and, oh, this is wrong and this is what's wrong with this country and this is what we should do and blah, blah, blah. But nobody actually does anything about it. Last soda. <laughs> but you did something about it. I and did. you know, And you did something about it for something that you felt passionate about and that you felt you really needed to be involved in. And you know what? I, I don't know that I've ever felt that strongly about anything to to get that involved so i i definitely you know commend you for it and thank i recognize you. you for it thank you and you know that just reminded me you know among the stuff that i had to contain in westchester there was a moment that tristan went and you know i've we've tried not to politicize tristan right you know because he's a kid so even when he asks me something about donald trump i'm like oh you know some people like him some people don't because he's six years old i'm not going to politicize him i'm right. not going to put right. on a, a biden or a democrat shirt on him because he's a child i'm not going to politicize him right but you know when he got there there were you know people holding up the signs right. and you know whatever so he held up a sign he just wanted to be part of the yes, the, 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 a, the party a woman passed by and said este niño es un idiota like it's a six-year-old child. Like I know this six-year-old child. That six-year-old child's probably smarter than that woman is at whatever age she is. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So, well, thank you for the last soda. So now I really want a Coke. I know. We're definitely gonna go. We have to go eat now because we're so... starving. So this so so you get to you you're back, so you get to end the show again. It was yes. it was very interesting ending the show. Like I would be like, Am I doing it right? Am I saying it in the right order? So yes. So that was episode 134. This was our election extravaganza yes election extravaganza um so that was episode 134 and as everybody grab your pastelito your croqueta and your apple pie good old american that's right apple pie. that's right and um or, or apple cider apple cider <laughs> um cafecito and um we hope you listened laughed and learned and that was episode 134 thank you so much everyone all right cuídense mi gente bye Better Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Better Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes.
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.